Hello and welcome to Catholic Bites, a podcast for busy Catholics. This is Father Conrad, and I have with me uh, Father Chris. Father Chris, welcome back to Catholic Bites. Thanks. Good to be here. Um, so today we are going to talk about the letter to the Hebrews, yes. um, which I'm very keen to talk about. And so I'm going to quiz you. Uh, what is the letter to the Hebrews about? The letter to the Hebrews uh, is it, basically it's a um, kind of a, a look at salvation history through the lens of the priesthood. So it's the priesthood of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. but looked at from sort of also what Old Testament priesthood looked like, what a priest does, and, and really just how the priesthood has been part of God's salvific plan from the beginning and fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. It's, okay, uh, good. Like, it, yeah, no, you, you pass <laughs> uh, you pass the test. Um, but uh, it's it's making the case that Jesus, even though he doesn't call himself a priest in the New Testament, is very clearly the great high priest of the New Covenant. And, and in that, like, so a part that really fascinated me that I wanted to talk about is there's a line in which um, uh, the author of the letter to the Hebrews, so we don't really know who that is, um, it, it actually... Uh, little detour it's um it's believed that it was in it was more like a homily right. that one guy kind of preached when he was going around to all the different churches mm-hmm. and like it had like a liturgical context so it was like something that you would have heard during mass like a a really really long <laughs> <laughs> you <would> imagine <laughs> homily so here's the, like, the whole letter about? to the hebrews yeah so um uh so uh so yeah that's the context but um yeah, so he has a little line where he says that Christ, in order to be our, our high priest, had to become a, like us in all things, become like his brothers in all things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he did in all things but sin. Right. And what would be, I mean, I, we talked about this a little bit off mic, but like, what is the common rejoinder yeah. to that line? Yeah, that's always a problem. It's like, well, he's like me in all things but sin. Well, that's kind of like a big thing to not be like <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so. And it's one of those thing, common things like, well, how can you really tell me anything? Because you don't know right. what it's like. You know, you've never done drugs. Therefore, you can't tell me not to do drugs. Or you, yeah, have or never... you don't know what it's like. Exactly. You know, what the, the experience of sin and the, the pain mm-hmm. and everything that I feel from sin. You don't know what it's like because... Like you've you've not been there exactly. You know, how can you really understand? And one so one commentator, um, uh, the I think he he might be still alive. The the great uh, Cardinal Albert Van Hoa. No, I think he's probably dead. Um, we should I should probably look that up. <laughs> um, uh, he he has a really great commentary on that where he says that um, sin doesn't enable us mm-hmm. to be empathetic or sympathetic with anyone. Sin mm-hmm. only leads to our own. It, it stems from our own selfishness and it leads to our own isolation. Mm-hmm. And that indeed Jesus being like us in all things but sin mm. enables him to truly enter into our lives where he couldn't before, you know, or he mm-hmm. couldn't, he couldn't mm-hmm. if he was sinful because you, it, it's, it's a false choice to think that I have to sin in order to be able to relate to people or I have to sin in order to sympathize mm-hmm. with them in their weakness or to, to bear their burdens. That's not true. The only th- true sympathy comes from selflessness right. and selflessness is antithetical. It's opposed to to the very nature of sin itself. Yeah, and we know that from experience, right? Whenever we can tell when someone is is listening to us in a way that that, that person understands mm-hmm. what's going on, um, because he's not trying to, like, he's not thinking about the next thing to say, or he's not thinking of the way to solve something, mm-hmm. or he's, he's just with the person mm-hmm. and just allowing that person to articulate what he or she is experiencing. Um, when we sin, we're not at peace with ourselves. No, and so from that inner turmoil, I'm not able to just be with another person. And so, actually, the more virtuous I become, it's really it's a sign of sanctity, right? Is yeah. actually 
you don't make the person feel bad about himself for being a sinner. You make the person feel understood. Exactly. And you, and you hear that about like all the great saints yep. and like the great um, priests and nuns and, and holy people in general is that like when they were talking to you, you were the person they were genuinely interested yep. in. And when I, I was using this um, this example the other day, there's a, there's a bit in 30 Rock where like the, the, the starlet in the, uh, in the TV show, uh, Jenna Maroney, is like trying to be told something but she's she's so distracted because she hasn't heard her name yet and like <laughs> like so she does oh, yeah. and then they say her jenna and she's like oh thank god okay you know like now i'm interested <laughs> in this conversation and it's true like when we're sinful right. when we're when we're when we are deliberately choosing even if we think that by choosing that sinfulness we are able to relate to other people what does it do to us it 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 isolates us sin always isolates us yeah. and prevents us from truly sympathizing and truly seeing the other person for what they are. And this is, I mean, obviously, the, the letter to the Hebrews is talking about Jesus and his ability mm-hmm. to uh, be like us in all things mm-hmm. but sin. And so, and then it goes on to say, right, that uh, for he, we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize us, with us in our weakness, yeah. uh, but one who is tempted um, in all things but in all, didn't but sin. like us, yeah. but, but didn't sin. Um, and so to be, able, to be able to have somebody... Uh, our Lord, <laughs> Jesus Christ, um, totally changes our approach to conversion. Because mm-hmm. so often we think, you know, oh, I have to convert or I have to change. And there's this pressure and there's this feeling, yeah, I know I'm supposed to be a better person, but I can't do it. Or mm-hmm. I keep, you know, and it's, whereas the people that encounter Jesus Christ experienced this love and they felt I didn't need to live this way anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they were actually liberated from their sin. It's not, yeah. the conversion wasn't this like, I need to do something. Because someone from up on high right. tells me that I have to do exactly. it. It's this inner experience of being known and loved and taken out of my hell. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just amazing to think that Jesus understands my misery better than I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and there's that scene in, um, uh, there's that scene in, I think it's The Magician's Nephew uh, by C.S. Lewis that like, uh, the the young character main character is really yes. worried about his mom and he goes to tell Aslan the Jesus figure like you know but can't you do something for my mother and he looks into Aslan's eyes and he realizes that Aslan actually is more worried or more more sad about his mother's right. situation than he is and like Christ because he became so much like us and yet was totally sinless is able to sympathize with us on that level he loves us he knows us he he knows our sorrows and our pains more in a sense than we do ourselves and he's able to show us love in the midst of it because of that yeah and there's actually i mean it's really so so larry hebrews is proving um that jesus is a priest and the part part, the reason why this is so emphasized in the letter of hebrews is uh, the priest is a bridge right Mm -hmm. so the word Mm -hmm. pontifex means uh bridge um, which is one of the Latin words for priest. And um, so we have one end of the bridge, which is Jesus is truly God. And that's emphasized at the beginning of the letter. But then this part of the letter is emphasizing that Jesus is so transcendently one of us as well, to the point where he feels the same anguish mm-hmm. as we do, to the point where he even feels in his human body the anguish we feel at the absence of God when he cries out, my God, my God, mm-hmm. why have you forsaken me? And, and you know, if, if it's your will, let this challenge pass, but not... Uh, my will, but your will be done. Like he, he takes on the very depths of our agony in a way that we never even could. And it, it's rather shocking. Yeah. Uh, like praying with the, the agony in the garden where we expect to see a stoic Jesus, mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. Jesus that's like, I know it's coming and it's okay. Yeah. There's this pain inside. Mm-hmm. It's okay. 
but he's distraught. Yeah. And to be able to see that is, again, it's just extremely liberating. And, and to see what God did, I mean, right, the whole of our lives is basically trying to figure out what happened in the incarnation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. oh my gosh, you know? But just the, the depth of love that, that made him condescend in such a, a magnificent way um, to be with us there, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty shocking. Yeah. And, oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, the, I, I find, you know, this is kind of the beauty of the sacrament of confession. Mm. Uh, you know, you, you're going to, like, Jesus wanted this aspect of his humanity to continue mm-hmm. In, mm-hmm. The, in the church. And so to be able to go to a, a priest um, who <laughs> is a sinner, mm-hmm. um, and, but, but who knows Jesus Christ mm-hmm. even more, like, that's the idea is that the, this priest should, in, in his union with Jesus, um, is able to communicate that same sympathy that Jesus himself had for sinners mm-hmm. because he knows even more than we do because of his sinlessness, he knows uh, the yeah. experience. Exactly. And, and then that ability to, to totally be like us and one of us enables him then to represent us back to the Father yeah. and bring us in our weakness and our pain and, and say, you know, I, I bear them all on my shoulders and I'm bringing them back to you and to, to really mm. reunite us with him and, and, and reestablish the relationship of love and charity that should have been there from the beginning, but had been broken. And, uh, it, it, it's just a really magnificent letter, like in a lot of ways. <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it, and it helps us to understand too, what the role of what a, a priest should be, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, it was another really interesting thing that's, that's different, you know, in the Hebrew priesthood of the old Testament, the priest had to be kind of removed from the people as much as possible. So they like had all these kind oh, of right. like very outward signs of ritual purity. They couldn't be associating with certain people. And, and because he was a man and, and, and because he was just a man, he had to um, be as removed from the people mm-hmm, as possible mm-hmm. to, so that he could really go to God right. in a certain sense. But Jesus, because he is purely God and purely good, he, can, he has the power to, to deign to be one of us and, and yet at the same time to represent us to God. And so he's the perfect priest, the, the real priest. Mm-hmm. And that's what we as, as normal priests, priests or, or <laughs> ministerial yeah, priests <laughs> are called to, to imitate, to, to sympathize with people in their weaknesses, yeah. to have mercy, great mercy on them, give them the, the mercy of the Lord, and to bring them back to God through that, that loving outpouring. Yep. Good. Well, thank you, Father Chris, for um, indulging me in hey, talking to so the Lord of Hebrews. Yeah, yeah, so good. Well, if you liked this talk and you'd like to listen to other great Catholic podcasts, you can find us at catholicbytespodcast.com, or you can find us on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Catholic Bites is a production of Cast Catholic Media, which you can learn more about there on their website. And uh, Father Chris, thanks for joining us, and thank you all for listening. God bless you. Mm-hmm.